Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Gabaza, and for today, we're going to be getting into a discussion around uh, transport and technology, uh, specifically the taxi industry um, in South Africa. It's uh, probably known as one of those anchor uh, industries in the country, and we're going to be chatting with a team uh, that has been uh, working to try and modernize uh, the sector in whatever way way that they can. So we are joined by um, Bavalelo Mabogo, um, who is uh, CEO and founder of Quick Locate. They are a, uh, a technology company uh, that is uh, specializing in solutions uh, for the taxi industry. Uh, now, Bavalelo, for people that haven't uh, that haven't uh, heard of the company, um, you know, before, um, as I said at the beginning, you guys are a company that is specializing in technology solutions for the taxi industry. Uh, but for the uninitiated, maybe you could give us a little bit of insight into, you know, how you, you know, describe uh, the Quick Locate business. Yes, uh, thank you so much for for having me on the show. Um, so, so Quick Locate. You know, the, the goal uh, from the onset was to really develop, you know, inclusive innovation that, you know, empowers taxi owners to survive and to compete. Because for a long time, we realized that there hasn't been any innovation in this space. And it's understandable because the space in itself, it's very complex. It's got a lot of nodes. It's got a lot of, you know, uh, uh, issues at play. Uh, but also at the same time, you know, it's the engine of South African, uh, South Africa's economy. It's, uh, it's, it's one mode that the majority of South Africans use and trust to uh, travel, to move uh, from one place to another. But without innovation, it meant that, you know, uh, the, the industry will constantly be stressed. So we wanted to, you know, really focus on an interesting problem. And and the taxi industry was a very good one to you know prioritize in terms of our technology development. And when it comes to some of that, uh, you know, what are some of the solutions that you guys have been able to come up with? I do remember that the last that we spoke to you, you mentioned the fact that uh, the big break came um, when you guys were able to create a platform that uh, taxi owners could use to actually track um, their vehicles in real time. Yeah, yeah. It, it was such a surprise because we thought that this issue had been solved. You know, we, you know, when you're growing up, there was always uh, tracking or, uh, you know, something that uh, to that effect. But uh, we, we, we realized that it was not solved well and we needed to come up with a solution that is uniquely developed for the taxi industry so that it can, you know, mag- maximize their operations uh, and it must be able to pick them up at the level where they are. Uh, so we started there, you know, into creating a simple solution, a simple app that can be able to uh, address their immediate issues. What was the immediate issues? A taxi owner that have got, for example, five to 10 taxis needs to know where their taxis are at any given moment without calling anybody. So we created an app, you know, solves that problem. Where are my taxis? What have, what has my driver you know, been been doing uh, uh, since the beginning of the day. And, you know, in terms of uh, managing control of the taxis, you know, we gave them even the ability to, you know, stop and start the taxis uh, um, with the phone. 
that was exciting and interesting technology then, you know, and taxi owners loved it because, you know, whatever that they had was not working for them. Then we rolled it out in Western Cape, you know, we rolled it out, you know, as far as, you know, Limpopo and uh, some uh, sections of Gauteng and Eastern Cape, you know, by extension. So, you know, was one problem, you know, solving its most simplest form and we needed to move on to the next product, next problem that the taxi industry have. Because, you know, this is how, you know, we believe it, that there's this list of problems. We need to solve them one by one and then move on to the next problem. And the next problem that we solved was really, you know, the transparency around how much money the taxi is made and just generally how the taxi industry is performing. Okay, cool. So given, you know, that uh, set of solutions, uh, you know, that you guys have, um, what does the business looking like now? As I said, as we said at the beginning, it's been exactly two years. Uh, we last yeah. spoke to you guys, in, you know, right in the middle of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, really tough time that uh, we, uh, that the country was in, that a lot of industries yeah. were in. But how has business been, um, you know, since that time? Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, COVID was, was aggressive, eh? Uh, it was aggressive, uh, not only to us, but also to taxi owners from issues of taxis not moving to, uh, you know, um, loading capacities. You know, if you, if you look at, you know, what's happening with transaction capital in the last couple of, uh, months or last couple of weeks, you can realize how much, you know, the industry was hit because the whole portfolio, you know, just collapsed because you know, it's been difficult for, for the industry to get back to pre-COVID, uh, you know, performance. But for us as Quick Locate, one of the things that was really uh, exciting is that we've we've managed to, you know, uh, source some good partners. We've managed to roll out, roll out new technologies. Uh, like I was saying, you know, the, the, the taxi cam, which is the pas- passenger, you, you know, uh, mobility information uh, hardware. And that that is a, allowed us to introduce something into the market to jumpstart and just get us, you know, on a positive trajectory. Overall, we have got more taxis on our systems. We've got much more stability in terms of our software. We've rolled out new technologies. And, you know, we've jumpstarted the industry by giving it a product that creates real value in the sense that this is how much money I was making before. And as soon as I started, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, rolling out this technology on my fleet, uh, then, you know, my revenue has changed. And that is one of the reasons why, you know, taxi owners love, that, love us so much right now. Okay, cool. So for people that are, I don't know how else to put this, because obviously you guys are dealing with uh, the, what do you call this? You guys are dealing with uh, the taxi owners directly. And uh, maybe the consumers don't get to see some of these things, but maybe you could give us uh, using the example of, let's say myself, Mudiwa, I get into one of these taxis that has some of your technology in it. Could you walk us through what my journey is looking like? What am I interacting with? Or, you know, what is the driver interacting with on a daily basis? Am I... Am I seeing QR codes? Am I getting Wi-Fi? Like, what are, what are the... <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but but what, is, uh, what is the goal? The goal here of, of all the technologies that we're developing is to improve drastically the travel experience, you know, of, um, of commuters. 
every taxi, for example, that is fitted with taxi cam has got, uh, you know, a big sticker outside so that you can be able to know as a commuter that this taxi is owned by a responsible taxi owner that has put in a real effort in making sure that the state-of-the-art technologies are there to make sure that the trip is 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 uh is safe to make sure that you know the driver knows that the taxi owner is able to track this um this whole trip uh you know throughout and also in terms of safety you know human behavior usually is drastically changed when they know that you know there's going to be consequences for behaviors and the taxi cam that we've installed it means that as a taxi owner you can be there you can be able to relax knowing very well that you know uh, uh the taxi owner has taken you know a great effort in making sure that uh, the the safety element is is addressed it's it's overall a new direction of not only just managing but a whole you know commuter experience moving from one place to another uh, we believe that you know more and more taxi commuters are arriving safer to their destination probably even quicker to their destination you know with our technology okay no no that's really great um you know to hear it from that point of view one of the things that you mentioned just now, um, you were highlighting, you know, uh, some of the challenges that uh, the likes of Transaction Capital are having. Uh, for those that don't know, Transaction Capital is the company that owns the likes of SA Taxi, um, which is um, a, a huge, if not the biggest, financier of uh, you know of of taxis in South Africa you know if you want to buy a taxi and you want to do it on financing um, that is probably the institution that a lot of your taxi owners are going to um has any of that type of uh, i guess trouble the volatility things that are you know going on that side have they affected your industry in any way because i can imagine that you know when you're talking to the taxi the taxi uh taxi owners you sort of have to be meeting them where they are and if they are in a tough financial place then uh, it, it things things might just be a little bit tricky yeah yeah you know it, it affected us like you know you, you cannot be immune to such things because what's happening at you know transaction capital is now just a a summary of the whole experiences that most taxi owners are having uh the big challenges are that uh, they were probably paying a whole lot of high interest rates, you know, that was, you know, uh, affecting their profitability uh, more than ever. Uh, the, the the taxi, the cost of taxi has increased drastically. You know, you, one moment you're paying, you know, a few, a few years ago it was 300000 to buy a taxi. Now it's almost 600 That is just a carcass, you know, a carcass of a taxi. There's, there's nothing inside. Uh, a taxi... Uh, that is traveling at least, you know, 500 kilometers every single day is probably paying 10,000 rand more right now on fuel than it was pre-COVID. So uh, they're experiencing that. And, and, and uh, you know, you, we, we, we get to interact with these taxi owners at, uh, at most times, and then they can be able to tell us that, listen, uh, I, I was going to put in so much hardware, I was going to put in so much of this product, taxi locator, taxi cam, but I have to wait now until you know, the situation has changed. And uh, that's why, you know, our focus is to try and, you know, we have a, we have a saying at, uh, at Quick Locate, we, we bring the cake and they give us a slice, right? <laughs> yeah. So we make their business thrive. Our technology has to make their business thrive. They have to be able to see real 
input and real value in terms of how much money is making, how much uh, the return on the asset, return on the on the uh, kilometers that every taxi made. And then after that, we will, you know, be able to to, to claim our revenue from that. If we can't do that, then then you know who else is supposed to do it? Because there's nobody else that is got that much focus on the taxi industry enough to to say we want to really uh, uh, positively impact it and make it grow. So maybe you could just talk us through uh, the that conversation that you are having with a taxi um you know with a taxi owner um you you you've got you've got the camera you've got uh you've got some of the some of the tracking you've got all of these things uh that you guys are offering right uh, i'm listening to you talking uh i've got maybe 20 taxis on the road and i'm like okay cool this seems interesting but my 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 interest rate has gone up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know yeah. my my interest rates have gone up a lot over the last two years um you know to for financing my taxis you know at the same time my drivers are crying because they also want more money things are tough there's more taxis on the road there's more competition and i'm like ah you know bavi i i can hear i'm hearing what you're saying but how do i know that once i put your technology into my taxis that i'll actually get a return on that because that's how business owners tend to think of things they always think of things you know in 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 in, in numbers uh the rants how is this actually going to how is firstly how is this going to make what I'm already doing, you know, better? Because, ah, well, you know, I trust that my drivers are going to stick on the route and not to give, and not do anything crazy. And then at the same time, um, I just, I just want my, I just want my one thousand rand from uh, from a taxi every single day. As long as these guys are giving me my one thousand per taxi, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me just around how that conversation goes. Yeah, surprisingly, you know, uh, what we are finding out is that the more the more taxis a taxi owner have, the more it becomes difficult to uh, for them to receive this value proposition of quick locate. Like the more taxis you have, 20, 30, and then you come and tell them about the taxi cam, you know, they're already doing fine. You know, usually you find that they're doing okay. But for taxi owners that has got three, four, five taxis, and uh, if they've got three taxis and a taxi gets into an accident, it means that they won't be able to pay for the children's school fees. You know, it means that they're not going to be able to pay for 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 uh, you know their bond for their houses or, or whatever you know expenses. What what they need to do is to arrest you know uh, any opportunity to 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 reduce what they already have. That's the first thing. The second thing is that, can I make 100 rand more? Can I make 200 rand more? And if I make 200, 300 rand more every single day, in the longer picture of, or in the, in the greatest uh, scheme of a whole month, am I not making enough money so that I can at least have a little bit of a breather? And, and there's pocket of opportunities where you can find that 200, 300 rands, you know? Uh, it's about optimizing the movement. It's about, you know, being able to account for every person that goes in and go out. Uh, and also just introduce a whole new uh, safety. You know, there's situations where you find that, you know, passengers will, will go, commuters will only say, no, I'm going to that taxi because it's got a camera, for example, a taxi camera. So it means that that is a trip that you wouldn't have otherwise got that now you've got because you've 
properly packaged, you know, the whole uh, 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 taxi uh, solution for your for your com- commuters. And that's that's where we're coming in. We're, we're catching up all those small pockets of opportunities. Uh, but at the same time as well, there's this big gap between where the taxi industry is and the discussion about subsidies. Subsidies are going to save the, te- the taxi industry and they are required and they are necessary and the taxi owners deserve them. You know, there's a lot of arguments about why they don't deserve them, but they deserve them. They carry more people, more places, more often, much cheaper, and they are too important for them for, for us to continue neglecting them. Once we introduce our technology, that gap becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. So it means that now technology can be used for verification, for example, in terms of claims, in terms of subsidy claims, and 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 it also maybe even in the development of the model, you know, for for subsidy. This is the direction that we are taking. First part: arrest the bleeding, find small pockets of opportunity where taxes can make much more money, but get them much more closer and closer to having the subsidy discussion. And 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 if we can be able to get to that point, we we would have won. One of the things I've always appreciated about Jumbavi is the fact that uh, you've immersed yourself deeply into the world of uh, taxis and the types of challenges uh, that taxi owners face. I remember the last conversation um, that we had, I believe you spoke about the amount of time that you spent at taxi ranks, uh, just trying to understand um, you know, the pain points that these guys were going through and that type of thing. This one is just a curiosity to say, why haven't you, you know, gotten yourself into in, 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 into that particular mix? Why do you feel like, you know, technology is your pocket, you know, of the of the sector? I always say that uh, I'm not a taxi businessman, but I'm in the business of taxis, you know, uh, because, you know, I, I remember once uh, I, 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 once a while back, you know, when I just came back from, you know, my scholarships to, 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 to study in India and, and, and we were trying to implement the technology that we implemented this side and we were struggling with really how to do it. And I remember the, uh, the supervisor said to me that if not you, then who? You know what I mean? That's what he was asking me, that we sent you out there to be able to get this knowledge and these capabilities, and now you're telling us that you can't. If you, if this is not your responsibility to solve this problem, then whose responsibility is it? And that is the burden we carry here, to say that nobody wants to solve problems of taxi owners. Every innovator, you know, that wants to uh, innovate. They're innovating on, you know, other spheres. You know, the best place to find the cheapest beggar, or the best place to find, uh, you know, uh, the discounts and so forth. Nobody wants to solve these fundamental problems of the taxi industry because there's. It could be that they, 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 there's no really any connection. We have connection with the taxi industry because we grew up using taxis. And we understand that our uncles will have problems if we don't solve them. Our fathers are going to have problems if we don't solve them. Our mothers are going to have these problems if we solve them. We can come back 10 years later. These problems are still going to be here. So we want to we solve these problems one by one so that we can move to other problems. And when taxi owners see this amount of effort. I mean, I, I was talking to one of the taxi owners uh, in, in, in from the Danone Taxi Associations, and we're just trying to solve you know, some of the issues. And he said something to me that a taxi owner has never said to me. And then I thought, he said, 
you came to us, you explained your vision, and we got it. You know, it was the first time that I ever, you know, have that type of a conversation. And that's the, that is the goal. The vision is that once we are done, can we at least leave the taxi industry in a better place than we found it? That is the big challenge that we have. Mm. No, it, it it is, and I and I find and. Uh, just like you, I find that statement from that taxi owner to be quite refreshing uh, because I think there, at least from the outside looking in, there is always that, um, I don't know if I can call it a stereotype, but that view that the taxi industry is slow to change, they're set in their ways and, you know, very hard to convince them, uh, you know, of anything else. But I wanted to shift um, a little bit and get your thoughts around geography um, for a moment. And there's two specific points on that front. The first one, um, I like the fact that you're talking about implementing the same technology in a place like India, uh, because on the African continent, um, you know, coming back to the, the continent itself, um, taxis, uh, the idea of having a 15-seater minibus um, taking people around, especially in large cities, it's something that is, I won't say uniquely African, but it's quite common, you know, whether you're going to call it a taxi in South Africa, a combi in Zimbabwe, a matatu in uh, East Africa. Um, you know, this is this is something that's going on. Any appetite on your end to expand into, you know, those, uh, you know, those areas or have you already made uh, a foray? Uh, we are. You know, uh, there is a very big appetite. I've got a very big appetite, you know, to <laughs> to roll this out into you know other African states. That's the goal, right? We gotta make uh, South Africa move forward. We've gotta make Africa move forward and make people move and much more uh, in a safer and much more dignified way. Uh, we've had some early conversations that we're having with uh, other African states, for example, you know, uh, Kenya, Angola, um, uh, Nigeria, you know. Uh, but you got to take a complete product, right? And that's why the, the market is, is very important for us to, uh, you know, uh, uh, fully understand it, implement the right solutions, dominate it, and then, you know, start working on, on other states. We, we do get even even proposals, not just not just as far as East Africa, uh, uh, but even Botswana sometimes, you know, a little bit of Namibia as well. Uh, so... This technology, that's the, the beauty about it, is that we can be able to, to, to export it to other African states and, uh, you know, and create an example to copy. That's, that's one of the things that we live by. Like we're trying to create an example. We're working very hard to create an example to copy so that other entrepreneurs can also you know, see what, what we are doing, take some level of inspiration and also you know, go in that direction. Or maybe even work with us as partners to develop, you know, further products. You know, one of the challenges that we're having right now is that we're building the foundation. We're spending a lot of time building the foundation. The camera, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it's a foundation for, you know, three or four other products that we have in the pipeline that we we need to work on. For example, something in the commuter side. This is something of a priority for us. All right. Um, whatever you can share, because I'm pretty sure that uh, you've got your, your trade secrets, uh, but what you can share just around for you, because you mentioned just now um, that uh, if you are to export this platform, then it needs to be a complete product. What does a complete product look like for you? Uh, 
complete product, I mean, in the sense that, uh, you know, we you, you roll out uh, this technology in the Western Cape and then everything is fine and everything is working. Uh, because you understand the configuration of the of the of the environment, uh, but then you take it to Limpopo, which, by the way, uh, Limpopo has taken up, you know, the the taxi cam in a in a very impressive way. I'm talking about, you know, places like Junfest, places like Bila Bila, Mukopane. They're using that to to do the you know the day-to-day management, but that is completely different from how Western Cape is. Uh, you know, and how we have set it up. So we still have a lot of learning that we need to to, to do. Uh, we've just recently now, uh, KZN as well, you know, we started to, to, to roll out the technology in KZN uh, 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 with, with Gauteng as the next level. Once we have all these places, uh, our, our understanding is that, our, our, we believe that we will have the right understanding now to say, okay, let's take it to other neighboring states. We have enough data that, uh, we can be able to have a very high level of predictability of how it's going to function, you know, and also some 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 issues that you learn from from uh, uh, interacting with the client and different clientele. I mean, we we never thought that we we would have to uh, educate our clients on how load sharing affects connectivity. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about them being able to connect and see, you know, re- get real time updates. Uh, we never thought the situation will, will, will get to be this worse, but we're learning, we're growing, we're packaging it. And also we've got these uh, proposals from the outside, uh, other African states that are saying, listen, this is how uh, our country is set up. This is how our province is set up. And then we can be able to package it like that. The, the goal has to be that the, you develop technology that can be consumed by everybody in the African uh, continent, we will take great pride when we know that something that just came out as a paper somewhere in the streets of South Africa now is being co- 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 consumed everywhere else in, in Africa. No, most certainly. And it is an interesting one that you started, you know, highlighting the different places that you were in because that was my second, that was going to be the second point I was going to ask on geography because um, you're talking to us from uh, Cape Town right now, the Western yeah, Cape. Yeah. yeah. And I've always been curious to understand as a launching pad for such a business, I understand the Western Cape and Cape Town as a launching pad for a technology business given uh, the ecosystem that exists there. But from a taxi industry point of view, you know, one would have thought maybe your hotspots, I don't know, KZN, I think, Hauteng, and maybe the Western Cape. I don't know how things work, but I was just going to try and get a sense from you just around the dynamics of choosing to base yourselves in a place like Cape Town. You know, what does that do? you know, for your, you know, for your operations, because the taxi industry is strong across all provinces, but I know that certain provinces are perhaps a little bit stronger than others. Okay, so it, it was just by default that we, we were in the Western Cape. You know, we, we, we didn't really have, you know, an option of where do we start. Uh, by default, uh, Western Cape uh, was very open to such type of technology. And, and, Probably their openness to the technology is probably the reason why we stayed longer. 
you know, before we go into other provinces. Because we would work with them. We'd go, we can, you can go to the taxi rank, you'll find taxi owners there. They will just be, you know, sitting and would welcome you. And then you say, okay, listen, this is what I have right now. You, you work with them, you show them, you do a demo. Then they said, okay, this doesn't work or that, this does not work, it doesn't work. Then you go back again and then you can be able to have that to and fro that, that is friendly to a product that is uh, uh, presenting a fundamental shift on how they should operate. You know, it's not like a new version of Word, you know, that you can be able to just, you know, Microsoft Word, that you can be able to just pick up, oh, okay, this is where the save button is. This is, no, 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 this is, this is a whole new way that is saying, don't have spotters at the robots, use the phone. You know what I mean? Uh, don't have a, a baseline of a, a thousand rand a day, for example. Sometimes it's a low day and drivers sometimes have to compete with all this stress because there's this target that is difficult to reach and that is tracing, straining your relationship. And then we would go back and then they would say, okay, this is fine. That pricing is not that. So the, the Western Cape <laughs> model was good. Uh, in fact, one of the reasons that only now we're going to the KZN is because KZN wants a complete product. Like they would say, does it work? You know, uh, they would say, here's my data, put it in, does it work? If it works, all of us are adopting it. If it doesn't, we've been through this many times, you know, there's been so many innovators that came here and then they just, you know, throw this product at us and then we sign agreements and we find later that it doesn't work, and not, but we are stuck now in, in, agree, in, in agreements and we end up going to have to settle this in court. We don't want any of that, you know. Uh, the same thing with Limpopo, you know, you meet one person, you present the product to them, they give you a call the following day, they say, hey, listen, I'm sitting with five taxi owners now, I just show them what I'm doing, they like it, and then you go there. So, it was important for us to have this launch pad in a in a place where we can be able to quickly go and do the, the different changes and and and, and uh, uh, it's a model that worked. Uh, we we like for example, you know, you find that uh, in Western Cape you can find you know taxi on the taxi rank, but KZN you 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 might not uh, find them at the taxi rank. They're all you know doing their businesses from from home in. In, in Gauteng, the taxi associations are not at the taxi ranks. So if you go to the taxi rank, you won't find owners, but you need to go to a different address so that you can be able to have a taxi owner. So it's it's a, this one in, in Wednesday Cape was good because you go to the taxi rank, you find the owners are there. You talk, talk, talk quickly, and then you come back and you do the changes. And and now we are starting to uh, uh, create, or, or now we are starting to create this awareness through you know social media, TV adverts, and also shows like yours, and then now they are contacting us, so we don't have to travel to them. Uh, it's, it's a much more efficient model. It works, and 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 it's probably something that we will try also in in uh, either Kenya, Nigeria, or Angola. If if if, if uh, whichever more whichever environment is much more friendlier, and whichever place where we are most wanted, where they are demanding to they come, that's where we would really uh, start with. Sorry, that was a mouthful, but uh... <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was a mouthful, but it's comprehensive, and I think it helps to um, cement in someone's head, you know, what that uh, what that engagement, you know, actually looks like. Because when you are making, uh, I did information systems in school, and one of the things that we talk about is business analysis, right? You must go out and actually understand the the business or the organization that you want to create a solution for but in your particular case 
you're not dealing with an organization you're not dealing with a taxi association you're dealing with an industry right so you your engagement is on a is on a completely different level and um as much as you can talk to taxi associations and you you need to understand the geography different areas provinces there's all these different layers that you you know sort of have to make peace with um before you understand what's going on so completely um you know there with you um as we're rounding up uh a couple of things from us because we are a business platform uh we always try to understand um um, a couple of uh, some of the metrics, um, if you can share, you know, what usage is looking like, you know, how many taxis you have on the platform or that are making use of the product. And then I think the other one is um, I think the last time we spoke to you, there was a connectivity partnership with the Vodacom. Is that still in place? Have you moved on? Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, the, with Vodacom, yes, we're still we're still uh, working with Vodacom in terms of of connectivity, but we are open to any other <laughs> telco. Uh, yeah, because you gotta keep growing, you gotta keep changing your, your demands and your needs. They they they, they keep changing. Um, yeah, uh, and also uh, we have seen uh, quite quite growth, especially into the number of taxis that are um, you know adopting our system and our technology uh, we are about to approach about 4000 taxis right now on our system and that is that is not bad given that you know it took a while to get back to to to, to covid years you know i mean to, to, to the impact from 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 the covid years uh, what is most exciting is the growth into uh, the number of taxi owners that are you know adopting you know the taxi cam as a upgrade to their existing system and uh, as a new way of uh, gathering the, the yeah, mobility data and how well the, the, the business are performing. What is important to us is that we need to be able to take them from the level where they are. The goal is to get as much taxi owners as, as possible on the system. And that's why, you know, we, we are uh, now, you know, uh, focusing a lot on Making sure that you know our brand is established and our brand is known, and taxi owners can be able to, uh, you know, tell other taxi owners about the technology. What's important is that we have to continuously elevating them with the technology that they have. Can we can we uh, make sure that there's proper stability in terms of how it operates and proper predictability in how it operates, but also start to work on other products that are going to be able to, you know, assist, assist them. We've, we've got some partnerships that are in the works right now that are exactly in an advanced stage that uh, probably will be announcing them in the next couple of weeks or so that will completely, you know, uh, uh, take uh, the, the rollout of this technology into a completely new level. The, the goal is to get as much taxi owners using the, 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 the platform and also um, improving the way they operate, improving transparency and improving accountability. And, and we are well positioned into addressing those problems. 
All right. Um, now, you know, now that we have quite a comprehensive picture, um, it is, you know, quite cool to see that, uh, you know, that there has been growth. Um, I think, you know, it sounds like uh, things have more than doubled in terms of the number of taxis that are on the platform since we last spoke to you. And I guess the interest, uh, you know, from the taxi owners, you know, pushing that up is always, you know, really great. Where I'd like us to end off when uh, when we first spoke a couple of two years ago and you explained to me the taxi cab you spoke about a camera that's able to look inside a taxi and using a form of artificial intelligence is able to count the number of people that go in and out of a taxi and then that 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 then helps with accounting and tallying at the end of the day so because we already having that ai conversation back then Keen to get your thoughts around right now, the moment that we're in where everyone is talking about AI. Everything right now, everyone is talking about the chat GPTs and whatnot. Everyone is just talking about AI. As as maybe one of those companies that you know recognized where AI could go and you invested in it a long time ago. Um, just uh, your thoughts just around, you know, how everyone seems to have just jumped on this whole AI bandwagon now. We were also catching up, you know. <laughs> we, were not, <laughs> we, we were not there in the beginning. You know, I think for us the issue was, here's a problem. Here's an interesting problem. How do we solve it? You know, we are, we are not um, uh, technology prejudice. You know, there's, there's a term that says, there's, there's, uh, but I can't remember exactly what it's called, but what it, what it means is that you want to apply technology to everything because it's the most trendiest thing. And most of the time you don't need to apply, you know, technologies such as artificial intelligence. The question is, what problem do you have and what is the best tool to solve it? If it's AI, yeah, for sure, use it. But if it's not, you know, uh, maybe you just need a better scheduling tool. For example, one of the biggest issues that, you know, our people experience is that we they, they, they spend so much time in a taxi that's standing still, right? There's a lot of time that is wasted because the taxi is saying, I cannot move until this taxi is full. And they spend two hours, three hours, you know, is AI supposed to be able to solve that? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just really an issue of scheduling, you know, um, there's, there's issues of, uh, uh, I, was, I was talking about it yesterday about the fact that, you, you know, if you have nine rands today and you want to go for a interview, uh, you can't because you, you can't withdraw less than 10 rands, you know, and, and taxes cannot accept a payment system. Is, is, is AI supposed to be able to solve that? Is it supposed to be somewhere on a blockchain and maybe not, maybe really it's just a fintech play, you know, so we have to be careful about, you know, just uh, applying AI to things that don't need AI. And and most of the time when, when, when you ask follow on questions, like, you know, like I was saying, people say AI and machine learning, that's, those are the two words that are usually combined together. But you know, AI means you know, machine learning is part of AI. So why are you separating the two things? Is because uh, what you have to do is just to ask follow-on questions, and follow-on questions will uh, drill down to say, no, this problem doesn't require AI. This problem just requires you to wake up earlier. You need to be more disciplined. You don't need 
you know, Alexa or Siri, you know, you need something, uh, behavior change. And um, we've, got, we've got some products that are, are lined up and we will test them one by one, whether they need AI or not. Uh, because at the end of the day, they, they, we want to improve the bottom line of the of taxi owner. We want to improve the safety in the taxi industry. We want to get taxi owners, uh, uh, you know, subsidized. Uh, and there's this standoff that is currently happening between government and taxi owners uh, that, you know, we can't subsidize you because you don't pay tax. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Taxi owners pay a lot of tax, you know. <laughs> taxi owners pay probably more tax than a lot of industries, you know. And, and what's even worse is that, their biggest cost driver, which is petrol, is something that you can't claim VAT for. So just imagine if you have a business that the biggest cost driver, you cannot be able to claim that money back. You already pay tax. So there's a paradigm shift that is required. Uh, there's, a, there's a change that is required, and it might not need AI. It might just need political will. It might just need uh, 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 some, some uh, impetus from all the role players. Uh, we, we we are really excited about the next stages and uh, the next challenge, the next exercise, the next problem to solve. That is something that we get a kick out of, you know, solving that. All right. So that's where we end off for today. It has really been a great um, conversation catching up, um, you know, with um, Bavelelo again, um, just around uh, issues in the taxi industry. As much as we are having a technology conversation, we are having a real world problem, um, you know, conversation for today. And I liked the um, the way that he was able to articulate a lot of the different challenges uh, that are being faced in the industry. And that comment, uh, at the end about, uh, you know, AI, right? Right now, that is the biggest buzzword uh, in the world of technology. Lots of people are pouring billions um, into into the world of AI. And it's good, you know, it will advance the technology forward. Uh, but what's more important, as he said, is what is the problem that you are trying to solve and what is the best tool uh, for you to be able, you know, to, you know, to solve uh, some of those issues. The issue that he highlighted uh, once again at the end around the fact that some people sit in taxis for a really long time just waiting for them to full up uh, before they go anywhere. That is something that is experienced multiple times a day by multiple individuals in multiple cities and most probably in multiple countries i've seen i've seen that happening you know not only in south africa but in other countries as well right and if you are able to solve that you're actually you know solving an issue that every pe people every day um you know are are dealing with so you know really great on that point of view but also uh just getting some insight into an industry uh, that is facing a little bit of volatility right now, you know, around interest rates, around a tough economy, um, you know, just uh, around its place, um, its relationship with government, you know, all of those different factors, um, you know, all coming in. And also, um, I was encouraged by the fact that it sounds like um, taxi owners are warming up more and more uh, to the use of technology. As long as you can show them that this thing will work for you, 
then they will <laughs> then they will then they will come to the table so really been great um you know just catching up uh, with um, Bavelelo, who is uh the founder and uh ceo of uh quick locator which specializes in solutions for the taxi industry once again we did not plan for it to go this way but exactly two years uh since we last spoke to him you know really great to see that uh, you know things um are moving forward and once again uh, we will be catching up with him again. Who knows uh, what type of conversations? <laughs> yes, maybe to be another two years and we'll see uh, what type of conversations we will be having then. Bavilelo, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from my myself and the rest of the team. It is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.